Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I feel so recharged and connected when I write poetry or essays on what really weighs on my human's heart and lightens my soul because this is what the human goes through from dating and sex and love and loneliness and heartbreak and friendship and whatever the matter is that the human is really experiencing. Being able to write the truth of that without any sort of parameters is what makes me feel alive. Now let the magic begin. Hello, hello, and jaima, jaima yomis. It's Raquel, and welcome to Your Own Magic, a soul-expanding podcast to help you unleash your own magic. And this episode is sponsored by three special sponsors who have amazing offers for the Euro Magic listeners. We've got Headspace and Green Chef and Athletic Greens, all of which I use, all of which I love, and each have a special message and offer for you. So make sure to tune in so you don't miss out on their special offer for the Your Own Magic listeners. Also, the Headspace Ad Read does have a mini one-minute meditation with their soothing guide, and I highly recommend it. Also, the Your Own Magic Also, this may be one of the last, my last solos for a while. I mean, it might even just be a month, who knows, but I feel, finally feel rejuvenated and even a wee bit antsy to finally talk with guests again on the show. I am so thankful I took that break, that very long break to just recharge, but now I'm feeling so excited to talk with friends again and meet new amazing guests who are also on the lineup. I mean, we have, of course, many guests from Your Own Magic Pass who are coming on soon, along with some fresh new faces. And I want to bring on a variety of different people sharing their own magic. So make sure to stay tuned each week, each Monday, and happy Magic Monday, by the way. The reason why I remember Alex and I chose Monday was because we just like the alliteration. I don't know, we're poets, so we liked the alliteration of Magic Monday. I'm happy that it was Monday because it's like you get to start your week off with a special soulful message that feels gratifying and often infuses your creative and curious spirit as well. So thank you for connecting with me every Monday if you listen to it on Monday. Some people might listen to it on Tuesday and I know that other parts of the world receive this on Tuesday. Right now, I am trying to figure out the perfect time for 
the Your Own Magic listeners. So I've been playing around with the best time to post. And as someone who's never really paid attention to numbers and data, but man, it is good information to know. And it seems that people prefer to listen to the podcast in the mornings. I have been feeling so lighted lately, tapping into another side of my creative spirit. And it's unveiled this new voice within that's always been there but just was waiting for the right time to be like okay now it's time for me to take the driver's seat and so as I tap into this voice I'm recognizing the many different voices that come through when I'm in the process of creation and of course there's the soul the inner voice which we talk a lot about on this podcast and that is innately there and it does move me through especially if I'm really in the zone creating I feel as though I'm not the only one creating whatever I'm creating I am co-creating this with the universe with another entity in some way and that is this creative voice that I want to talk about today but then sometimes another entity whether you want to take it literally or metaphorically sometimes another entity likes to come through like the fear voice or the imposter voice and so I'm going to be talking about a few these voices that may intercept sometimes while we are in the process of creation and how I navigate them. I'm becoming more aware when it's a hindrance and it's not necessary as I know that it's only blocking me from creating from a very authentic place, which is where we want to create, right? Anyway, so this is the magic message of the day and I hope that you enjoy. So with all that being said, let's get on with the show, shall we? And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with the creative voice. I am happy. I am so happy with the progress that I've silently made in poetry. I've had to shed many identities and egos that honestly didn't seem, they they didn't seem like they would be barriers. They kind of showed up like they were light, but they were really walking in the guise of light as they would simply block me from hearing my authentic truth. And I also would hear judgments and unnecessary opinions that would prevent me from my ultimate goal of creating. The way my human, and I would like to say, but I'm not going to speak for you, but most humans, how we want to authentically show up, completely naked as our true selves, is colored differently than the parameters society and culture have made us assume we need to show up. No matter what the culture is, no matter if it's mass culture or a niche culture, sometimes we feel like there's a narrative that we must live by, even if sometimes it doesn't fully resonate. You know, I'm also letting go of what once served me as I introduce or even reintroduce myself to energies and entities and ideas that feel authentically connected with the way that this human prefers to walk this earth today. It's honestly liberating to express real thoughts, no matter where they happen to fall on someone's value spectrum. And a lot of times those value spectrums are really just based around another paradigm, another culture, for example, religion or something else that they've been taught. Whereas if they were to strip that all away down to 
the human soul? What would they really value? How would integrity really look for them? And I've been asking myself these questions. I'm like, okay, what values have I been taught? Or even when it comes to integrity, how do I really see that? Am I able to express this without fear of how it places me in this world, how others may place me in this world? So not many things are more imprisoning than feeling like you have to be someone you're not. Or even gripping onto a piece of you that once was that you feel like you need to be to show up for people in a certain way. Even though that part of you has been slipping away for quite some time and maybe it's time to just let go, let go of the grip. It almost feels like when we go through something, when we walk a certain way and then something shifts within us, a thread has been pulled that awakens us to who we really are. It's like the person we once were almost feels like a completely different entity, like it was a lifetime ago, like like it was a completely different entity, a completely different voice living in our mind. And now that we've awakened from it, we can see that that was a voice of fear, perhaps even very unreasonable, but it was all we knew at the time. And so in order for me to write from my authentic voice, I've had to shed many layers of me and I'm still sometimes shedding. (laughs) We're like snakes in that way where we're always shedding many layers to us as we evolve and we grow. And even with things we once deeply identified with that did serve us a beautiful purpose once may no longer serve us. And in order to get back in touch with what my human, what my spirit really wants to create in this life, I've had to shed many layers that were not painted by me, but painted by others' paradigms. So therefore I feel, I feel so recharged and connected when I write poetry or essays on what really weighs on my human's heart and lightens my soul because this is what the human goes through from dating and sex and love and loneliness and heartbreak and friendship and whatever the matter is that the human is really experiencing. Being able to write the truth of that without any sort of parameters is what makes me feel alive. So when I sit down to write a poem or an essay or right now as I am allowing this creative voice to move through me into the microphone, I feel free to simply just be me as I'm not afraid anymore. And when that fear voice or a voice who tries every single trick in the book to intercept my flow with the creative voice, which also still does happen quite often. I mean, that fear voice is one trickster and a master of it as it knows my mind so well. But when I hear that, I know better than to listen. Though, of course, it might take, it honestly does take a beat or two to actually recognize her when she's there. But when I hear her and when she boos me or she tells me, what I'm creating sucks, or it's lazy, or it's insignificant, or it's too detailed, and you're becoming too vulnerable, and no one's going to love you if you share this, or people are going to stop listening to you if you share this, or you better not write it out because it is going to manifest something that you're not going to want, or this is too risky, this is too risque, this is too sexy, or this is not sexy enough, not flowy enough, not womanly enough, not going to be liked by the guys you like, or not going to be liked by the yomis, yada, yada, yada. The voice intercepts often, and it can be paralyzing. 
and she'll say everything she can to overpower the creative voice and stop the flow. So I have to pause her right when I finally recognize her. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add of course some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and of course a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive, hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E-Medics, Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake-free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. That's part of the power of meditation as well. When you're meditating, your main goal is to just be and focus on your breath. We do have these monkey minds that like to wander. And even in meditation today, though I've been meditating for years, mine will still do that sometimes. And I'm like, oh, I caught ya, I caught ya. And it's teaching us to catch that fear voice, catch the ego voice, catch the imposter voice, which I'll talk about. Just catch the voices, catch the thoughts, the behaviors that you know is not serving your human. I have to pause this voice right when I finally recognize her. And I think of this fear voice as an energy. I do. I know that this voice is not me. It's not my soul. It's not my truth. It's simply an entity trying to stop me from creating something that will expand me. Or it's trying to protect me in some way. 
And so, you know, you can take this literally or metaphorically, the voice being an entity. I balance it with both. I really do feel that it's an entity, but I also do see the metaphor in it as well. I appreciate being able to see it in both ways. But anyway, when that fear voice comes and intercepts your flow or Honestly, what usually happens, it prevents you from even creating or doing anything in the first place. You go to your computer or you go to your canvas, your blank canvas, and there's a block and this voice is preventing you from just expressing yourself. There's a lot of things going in. I mean, you should see how many of my journals are just full of foolishness and nonsense. until I can finally dig into something, tap into something that is meaningful. That fear voice comes before almost every podcast. And I've listened to it sometimes where I will cancel because the voice was so loud and for whatever reason, it won. But almost every podcast, I want to cancel. I want to give up. I want to not do it because that voice is there. Yes, that's called anxiety. I know. But I have been dancing with this voice in a way where when this voice comes, if I try to fight it, it will only fight back and make things worse. So instead, I don't shame her or fight with her or even argue or try to get her out of my vehicle. I I listen. I let her say what she wants with the knowing that this is not me. This is only an entity and an energy. And I'll... Listen to her like a mother who knows better, knows that this voice is wrong. It's not telling me the truth, but there's something there. And so I'll listen and I'll hear it out. And perhaps if it was simply just protecting me, then I'll thank this voice. But remind this voice that I'm the driver of this vehicle and I know what's right for right now. And I'm going to continue. Thank you very much. And so sometimes, you know, and the voice will scream and cry and yell. I remember Elizabeth Gilbert. I believe she's the one that brought this voice to my awareness in the first place. And she said something along the lines of this voice will scream and cry and yell and shout, but you just got to ask it to take the back seat. Tell it it will all be fine. I hear you. It's okay. You can't drive. You can't even choose the snacks on this road trip. But you can be here. I hear you. You're okay. But I'm driving this vehicle. Yes, even Elizabeth Gilbert's fear voice pops up while she's creating. If that is not motivating enough to allow you to realize that you've got this within you too, that you've got this creative spirit within you too, this creative voice that wants to be heard, even though that fear voice might be telling you otherwise, well, there you go. She has it, I have it, so every creative human, every human has it. And sometimes this voice gets more intense and louder and just very much in my face, in my way. And I've had to tell it lately that no, we're doing this for survival. Our human depends on this. We're doing this for survival. Just to keep the stakes for what it is you wanna do very high and urgent, it knows how much you need this. But treating that fear voice like an entity has been so helpful for me. The anxiety that arises. Depending on the severity, of course, it's going to, like, this method might not always work. When I am feeling 
extremely anxious to the point where I'm almost gonna have a, a panic attack or I think I'm gonna have a panic attack. Nothing else matters but connecting with the soul voice within and breathing and paying attention to my breath, knowing, reminding myself that I'm alive, I'm safe, I'm okay, and just focusing on my breath to calm my mind, calm my vessel. But in times when you're creating, this fear of voice that intercepts the creative flow is slightly different. It's our greatest block that's preventing us from what is. Sometimes it's because we have a lot of things on our mind. And if that's the case, my only suggestion is go meditate. <laughs> go meditate to ease all the thoughts and calm the mind. But when it comes to that fear of voice coming through, talk to it, befriend it, or mother it. Listen to the fear voice. Just do not let it take the wheel. And when it has finally calmed a bit in the back seat, you're ready to meet with the creative energy that you love and you want to dance with. And then by all means, dear one, dance, dance, dance away and create. Another voice who may come through when I'm trying to create, who sometimes prevents me from whatever it is my creative pursuit is, whether it's writing or podcasting. This voice, I call the imposter voice. Maya Angelou once said that I have written 11 books, but each time I think, uh-oh, they're going to find out. I've run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. Yeah, we found out, Maya. We found out that you're a phenomenal woman and we needed you in this life. But I know where she's coming from. I've been there and many other humans have been there. You may have heard of imposter syndrome. You know, some people think that it's just an excuse. I can understand where that comes from. But when I hear that, I'm like, well, easy for you to say because you probably haven't really had it. I don't know. Maybe that's not true. Maybe they have. But to my knowledge, it's a real thing that people experience. <laughs> and I call this instead of imposter syndrome, just the imposter voice. And you may know imposter syndrome as someone feeling like they're not worthy or competent or intelligent enough to be sitting in the seat that they're sitting in. And it can be synonymous with feeling like a fraud, even though you know that there's a plethora of evidence to suggest otherwise. And you know you're not a fraud. It's like this voice, this entity comes through and makes you think that you are for a moment. And so many will attribute their success to someone else or to luck or to good timing or to fortune or whatever it is. And you know, what triggers it is when one calls attention to their success. When someone says, given the success of your podcast, blah, blah, blah. If someone points that out, I definitely hear the imposter voice right away. And I'll immediately go to, well, I'm thankful that my friend helped me start it. I'm thankful that I got into the podcast game early and not allowing my human to just be like, yeah, I did accomplish something pretty awesome. It's funny how we do that sometimes. How amazing would it be if we could just allow our human to be like, yeah, I did do something awesome. <laughs> but no, our minds feel like we didn't really deserve this. Our, that not our minds, but that imposter voice will make us sometimes think that we didn't really deserve this. And so come up with another excuse. So what made me realize that the imposter voice in 
our head is truly a trickster, just like the fear voice. I mean, to hear all the women that I look up to have it as well. That made me realize, okay, it's a thing. This is something that a lot of people experience. It's been found that it's more prevalent in women who have achieved success, but you know, they struggle to internalize it. And I mean, Maya is such a great example of someone who I know she deserves all the success and then some in the world for all the light that she brings to the world just by being a phenomenal woman. And it shocks me to know that she felt this as well. And so knowing that she deserves the seat she's in very much, even though she feels it, is something I'll remind that imposter voice. Or I mean, she felt when she was alive. But you know what? I still believe her spirit is here and well and alive today. Anyway, Maya is another writer who has had a huge impact on my life and my writing, and I feel so connected with her writing in many ways, and also in ways that I do not relate to, but I also get insight on, and it really expands my mind and opens my eyes in a lot of ways, and so I really look up to her in a variety of ways, and to know that she also has this imposter voice come through, maybe even while she's creating, and that imposter voice loves to come through while you're creating and so instead of fighting with it to befriend it to mother it to see it to recognize it but understand that what it's saying is not necessarily true and you're deserving of whatever you're writing your worth whatever you're writing whatever you're sharing your authentic truth whatever it is may it be shared, may it be told. And so may this imposter voice take a back seat as you take the wheel. Sometimes I wonder if that voice is simply just the voice of my little girl inside of me, my inner child who had a hard time socializing at school and therefore she felt undeserving. And so when this voice comes through, this is another voice I tend to mother and befriend and just let them know I see that you're here trying to protect me, trying to prevent me from looking like a fool. But this is something I want to internalize and digest and know I'm worthy of. I I know I'm worthy of talking to this person on the podcast. I know I'm worthy of sharing this poetry that came from the heart, the soul. I know I'm worthy of posting this. I know I'm worthy of showing up for my friend in this way. I know that I can do this because I'm me and I've been through it. I've worked so hard for it and because the universe has aligned it. I mean, if it's showing up for you, if the universe is giving whatever it is to you, what makes you think you don't deserve it? When that imposter voice comes, ask whatever it's telling you, is that really true? Is that really true? yes or no, and ask if you feel it's okay to just trust that the universe is giving you this experience, gifting you this experience for your hard work on something, and it is okay to claim this role, to claim this energy as yours, because you do deserve it. And then again, when you've talked with the imposter voice, you've befriended it, You've let it know that you hear it, but you're not going to listen to it because you do deserve whatever it is. You've worked for it. You know that the universe has gifted this to you for whatever reason, and you're going to trust that. When you have fully 
internalized this and crystallized it. Now again, you can finally dance with the creative voice as the imposter voice and the fear voice have taken a back seat and you get to just be and be authentically you and just show up as you. Now, sometimes maybe the title that the imposter voice was telling you that you're not worthy of, maybe that might be a barrier or a boundary that makes you think, oh, now that people see me this way, I need to show up this way. And so I need to stick with this narrative. But if that is at all conflicting with you creating, then that is another veil, another barrier to simply let go of and release. So that way you're stripped away of all the energies that prevent you, that block you from creating. And you can just dance with that creative voice that comes through. Another thing that I've noticed about the creative voice is that sometimes it comes through in surprising moments. And even Elizabeth Gilbert talked about this, but it's really, it's definitely happened with me. I think of a poem, perhaps I'm in nature, or I just got my heart broken, or I'm really crushing on this guy, or something like that. And a poem comes through about it. And I'm like, okay, I'll write it down later. And I get to my notes to write it down and blink. Nothing's there, nothing has come through. I do sometimes think that these that this poem was coming through to write and to feel and to express and experience the poem through my vessel and write it down into the physical plane. But if I don't write it, guess what? It's going to dance and move on to someone else. So when that spark of inspiration hits and that creative voice comes through, I mean, if you're driving, I understand that it might be hard to just write it down, but if you're not driving, or you have the opportunity at your fingertips to quickly write it down, please write it down. (laughs) Oh man. And there have been times when I've noticed something I've thought about, but I didn't write down, does come through, but it comes through through someone else. And they expressed it beautifully and I'm happy they did that, but it's just an interesting observation as you're aware, oh my gosh, that's something that also came through me, but I didn't express this when it came through and so it found another person another vehicle to create through so another piece to this creative voice or dancing with the many creative voices is that when the inspiration sparks and comes through and it might do it at a very random moment not during your intentional two-hour window of writing but whenever that inspirational spark comes through at a random moment write it down or it will find another owner it will find someone else to bring it to the physical plane as i believe that these energies cannot be created nor destroyed so they're going to find someone to dance with do not let it slip through your fingertips (laughs) anyway I want to dedicate my life to creativity because it's wild how life is so short yet long and so rare, so, so rare. So why not paint it in the most beautiful, magical way and allow ourselves to express ourselves or doing interesting things that end up translating into an interesting piece of work? Being a creator in this world is just another reminder that you're alive and you're making your mark on this earth in many unique ways, in your many different expressions of life. The imposter voice and the fear voice are very triggered by creativity and they do tend to storm right up the second 
that you're about to get into that creation mode or flow. So I hope that you, that instead of shaming them or pretending that they're not there or yelling at them or fighting with them, instead you befriend them and you let them know, I hear you, I see you, I understand. But you can take a back seat and I'm going to take this pen, take this paintbrush and unleash my magic in this moment with this creative piece that wants to come through. Anyway, I hope that you dance with creativity this week. Ooh, also I just released on Friday a full moon episode for the wolf moon, which I also call the she-wolf moon. And I, and I talk about the power of connecting with your inner she-wolf or wolf. So... I hope that you enjoy that full moon episode, whether it's well past the full moon or not, it might be something that is interesting, especially the beginning as we talk about the she-wolf, which I do believe currently in this new season of my life is the animal that I connect with most. I no longer say spirit animal as I don't want to appropriate or offend anyone. So instead, because I do believe that our soul connects with animals, so... That's one animal that my soul indeed connects with and probably connects the most with during this season of my life. So I have a feeling that if I feel connected with the she-wolf, I'm not the only one, especially during this wolf full moon this January, 2022. Oh, I also realized that Spotify, Spotify is now doing ratings. I don't know when they started to do ratings, but I just noticed that they started to do ratings as of recently. So if you feel that this episode or any other Euromagic episode has helped you in any way, shape, or form, it would be an honor. It would mean the world if you felt the nudge to just simply leave a rating and review because you feel like it, but no pressure. That's only if you feel the muse too. I love hearing from you guys. Anyway, with all that being said, I hope that you have a magical rest of your week. I am sending you all my love, Gemma. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group, especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.